This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better it was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly so you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues including cuts scrapes burns sunburns rashes other types of skin damage it's totally safe non-toxic suitable on all types of skin even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin this is also safe for the young members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 183. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, 183. Show notes for this episode can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 183. What episode, Vinny? I can't tell. Say 183. 183. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day, because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. Hello, shameless moms. I had a little visitor at the intro. Did you like that? So it is the middle of Thanksgiving weekend. If you're here in the U.S., I had, I'm not going to lie. I've had a bit of a hustle the last few weeks and there's going to be a bit more of a hustle and I'm not a fan of the hustle. So here I am. Normally I would have recorded much earlier in the week, but here I am on Friday night of Thanksgiving weekend recording with a five-year-old in my lap. Good times, right? I may or may not have had some wine before this because we were decorating our tree and we just watched Elf. So this is how things shake out sometimes. This is not my preference recording on a Friday night while my husband's putting my son to bed in just a minute here. Not normally how I plan things, but sometimes it's just the way the cookie crumbles. So I'm going with it. I'm actually... I'm really excited to be here because I'm getting out of bedtime. So there's that. And this is actually a perfect segue into our content tonight because what I wanted to talk about tonight was unexpected gratitude. So when I talk about like, oh, it's 7.54 p.m. on a Friday night and I am sitting in my office working while my family is finishing watching Elf and then my husband's putting my son to bed, kind of feels like I'm missing out. Like I could be a little bitter about that, 
But the unexpected gratitude piece is that my husband's going to do bedtime in a minute. So you know what? That's a big win. (laughs) I don't have to do bedtime. I actually really love doing bedtime for the most part, but I also really love having breaks from doing bedtime. I'm sure you can all relate. Like snuggles are great, but sometimes you want space. So there's trade-offs for everything. And there's lessons in everything. And this has happened for me a lot lately. And I thought it would be a valuable time of year to have this conversation with you because we're entering into this phase where I think there's a lot of expectations around holidays and festivities and things that should be fun and exciting. And sometimes they don't end up that way. And maybe you had that experience over the Thanksgiving holiday. And so I think it's an important conversation to have. I've also seen this play out in my own life recently. Like I said, I'm not a fan of the hustle and I'm having to do a lot of hustling right now. And that's just the way entrepreneurism works. And so like right now, I'm really in the thick of things. I'm in the thick of juggling a lot of different things, a lot of balls in the air. And that's not the way I like to roll. And I especially don't like to roll that way around the holidays. And it also just so happens that my birthday and Thanksgiving are the same week, which is also the week that we kick off the Christmas season. And those are really significant things for me being my birthday, Thanksgiving, kicking off Christmas, like those are all really, really big deals to me. So it's a bummer to be in the thick of a whole bunch of work things that definitely are pretty consuming right now. And so I found myself actually on Wednesday of last week, feeling a little bummed out about this. And the way this all played out was that Tuesday was my birthday. And Tuesday, I had a number of commitments that had to happen. And some of them were amazing things. Like I interviewed Gretchen Rubin on my birthday. Like cannot even begin to explain the unexpected gratitude in that moment because it was amazing. And that episode will be released in early January. So keep an eye out for that. But what ended up happening is that my Tuesday, my actual birthday was booked with a lot of different things that couldn't be moved or shifted. Like I certainly was not going to ask Gretchen Rubin to reschedule when I realized that I had kept open my schedule on that day and let people book interviews that day. I was like, I'm not going to ask them to reschedule, especially Gretchen Rubin. Absolutely not. So I thought, okay, I'm going to take some time for myself on Wednesday. I'm going to take myself to lunch. I'm going to get a glass of wine. I'm going to go to this little area where I love shopping. I'm going to go upgrade my phone because I'm in desperate need of a phone upgrade. Like I had some big things. I'm like, I'm going to go get some fancy bras because from my breast reduction surgery a few months ago, like all the swelling is down. I was ready to indulge. That started to happen. And I went and I had my lunch, lovely little lunch, lovely little glass of wine. And then I did a couple errands right near there. And then I went to take care of my phone situation. And that ended up consuming the rest of the afternoon until I had to go pick up Vinny. And I was super annoyed. I was like, this is not how I wanted this to play out. I did not anticipate having the majority of this like birthday afternoon that I booked for myself. I didn't anticipate it being consumed at Verizon. That was not the dream at all, like even a little bit. And when I came home from Verizon, after spending way more money than I ever wanted to spend on a phone, I also did not have a fully functioning phone because I didn't have the time to wait there for them to transfer everything from my old phone to my new phone because I had to get home to take Vinny to gymnastics. So I got home and I was like, I can't believe like this is how this all ended. Like I ended my day rushing, spending all this money that I didn't want to spend not even getting the final thing that I wanted because I have this phone in my hand that I can't use because the data didn't transfer and they told me to do it at home and that wasn't working. So that turned into a whole fiasco. I ended up having to book an appointment at the Genius Bar at the Apple Store, like all this stuff. So 
it became a game of like managing expectations and finding unexpected gratitude. So one of the things that happened out of that was that I went and grabbed Vinny. We go to gymnastics. We're a few minutes late. No big deal. And luckily, two fun moms <laughs> ended up being there who I normally never get to see. So one of them is two kids that Vinny's been in class with at different points in preschool. And for various reasons, they're not usually at gymnastics with their kids, but they happen to be there on Wednesday. And I got to spend time with other moms and chatting and which was just really fun and ended up being like a great place for me to connect and kind of like just get over myself. Cause I was sitting there trying to work and like, I was just cranky that I'm sitting here working and it's like the night before Thanksgiving, literally it's Wednesday at five o'clock and I'm like trying to get emails out. And I'm like, you know what? Like the rest of the world isn't working. My kids at gymnastics, I should be watching him. I'm trying to do emails. I was just annoyed. So actually having these other two moms there and having a little distraction from that was such a blessing. So here's where I started finding unexpected gratitude over the course of the next few days where I was like, Oh, this is actually kind of fun. And I got one of the moms who was there is someone who I think will be a kindergarten mom with me at the same school next year. So we were talking about just different ways that she's really enjoyed being part of that community because her daughter is already there in the pre-K program. So she was like, oh yeah, like I'm already really connected to the moms and like we have mom's nights and all this and we drink wine. And I'm like, sign me up. Where is the registration? I am in. So that was really fun. So there was some unexpected gratitude in that event, right? Then on Thanksgiving day, I suggest to my husband and Vinny and to two other families, I'm like, hey, I suggested this earlier in the week. I'm like, hey, there's this turkey trot we should go do on Thanksgiving morning. There's a kid's dash. We can go do this turkey trot. Well, one of the families had to back out last minute just because of like logistics of getting over there and having everything else that had booked that day. They were like, we don't think we can make it. No big deal. The other family... It was pouring rain Thanksgiving morning. So I was like, I'm pretty sure the other family is going to like text me and they're going to be like, yeah, we're out. But they never texted. So at a certain point, I was like, I guess we're doing this. And then this family texted me and they're like, hey, we're going to be late to registration. Can you register for us? And I was like, oh, like we haven't even left the house yet because I thought you were going to text and cancel on me. So we end up going to this turkey trot. And it was so fun. I put pictures up on Instagram. Okay. And I say it was so fun because when it was done, it was so fun. And I've done a lot of races in the rain. And I actually, for many years, did a half marathon on the Sunday of Thanksgiving weekend. And it was always awful weather because it was a half marathon in in Seattle over Thanksgiving weekend. And so it was like often disgusting and gross and rainy and windy and sometimes snowing and so to do a 5K on Thanksgiving morning and then still have the whole weekend to look forward to was like not a big deal. I mean, it's like any kind of weather could have been happening and it was still like three miles instead of 13. No big deal. And at the beginning of the weekend, instead of the end, I was like, I can do this. I can knock it out. I can get it done. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this is, show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily, it's very digestible, and the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, 
IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explained. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. So the other family was not completely in agreement with this. So some of the members of the family opted to sit in the car. It was kind of funny. My husband, who's been sick for like two weeks, opted to not run. He's like, I'm gonna just watch you and Vinny run. And I will like take care of any while you're doing the 5k because the kid just asked was before that. So someone was going to need to be with him anyway. So he was off the hook for that. But as we get closer to this race actually starting, we're like, this is kind of awful. And these kids are soaking wet from head to toe before they even start their little race and everything. So We end up, two of the three kids end up doing the kids dash. And then the other mom and I do the 5K. My husband, the other husband, they leave. They take the kids. They take off. They're like, we're out of here. Like, it's too disgusting. So kind of funny. But I ended up having like this great run. I got like this super fun mom time with my friend Angela. You'll see the pictures on Instagram. And we had a great little run. And we like brainstormed. We talked about being entrepreneurs because she's also an entrepreneur. We talked about like motherhood, whatever, like all sorts of great things. It was great. Like I was so glad I did it when it was done. Again, 
unexpected gratitude. Like when you are standing in the pouring rain for 45 minutes waiting for a race to start with your child whose clothes are wet all the way through, you're like, hmm, maybe I'm being a bad mom right now. But at the end of the whole thing, like we have these great pictures. Vinny got a ribbon, which is like hanging on the refrigerator. He's so excited about. So good things, right? You have to look for these moments because if you don't look for them, it's really easy to be like, well, that whole thing just sucked. We're never going to do that again, right? It would be really easy to be like, yeah, turkey trot, never again. On the other hand, I'm like, turkey trot, turkey trot, like, where do we sign up for next year? That was amazing. That was so fun. So it's really all a matter of how you look at it. So before I move forward with the next story, which I think is really pivotal in this conversation, I have to share a really cool sponsor that we have this week. So there's a new company called eSight and eSight is a revolutionary device that lets blind people who are legally blind actually see. And before you like think I'm being a little woo woo with this whole thing, this is a device that Time Magazine has named one of the world's best inventions of 2017. It has been cited and given media attention from all around the world, including in the Wall Street Journal and Wired Magazine and NBC and NBC, ABC, CBS, People, BuzzFeed, Mashable, HuffPost, like all over. So eSight enables the legally blind to experience moments they've only ever dreamed of. With these electronic glasses, legally blind people can be mobile. They can work for a living. They can study at school. They can perform all activities of their daily life. This is revolutionary technology. Moments such as parents seeing their newborn's faces for the first time, job seekers returning to work, and students fully participating in academic life. So right now, eSight wants people to just go over to their site. If you are impacted with vision limitations or you know someone who is, please head over to their site at everyonedeservestosee.com to learn more about this technology. It is amazing technology. They are registered with the FDA and inspected by Health Canada. This technology has been the subject of extensive clinical studies by John Hopkins University, by the University of Michigan, the University of Toronto, and as well as other leading low vision research institutions. This is extremely powerful technology that is life-changing for people who are able to use it. So if you know someone who might be able to be assisted by this kind of technology, please head over to everyonedeservestosee.com to learn more. All right. So getting back to my stories of unexpected gratitude, I feel like Eastside is like such the perfect sponsor for that too, because I feel, I mean, for so many reasons, I don't even need to go into it all, but I think that you can just understand why I was excited for that sponsorship and I excited to talk about it today. So another example of unexpected gratitude, I was talking to a friend later on Thanksgiving day and she was telling me about some challenges that her husband's been having. And one of the implications of these challenges ended up being something, an event that was extremely eye-opening, jarring, financially like implicating for their family. And this thing happened and she's like, when she told me about it, my first instinct was like, I'm really glad that happened. I can't share all the details, but if you were to hear the story, you'd think like, oh my gosh, like who would ever say that's a great thing to have happen? Like just think of like some sort of traumatic event where you're like, this is really expensive. This is really scary. Like I wouldn't wish this on anyone, but I was like, I'm really glad that that happened. And she agreed. She's like, yeah, we were both like, you know, sometimes you see someone going in a certain direction and you're like, there's a lesson that they need to learn, but like 
as a spouse, you know, you can't make them learn that lesson or as a friend, you can't make someone learn something like they have to be ready. They have to kind of hit their own rock bottom or they have to have their own pivotal moment before they can figure that out on their own. And I said to her, I was like, I know that sucked that that happened, but I'm really glad that that happened. She's like, yeah, because sometimes you have to have these things that are really painful, really uncomfortable that just totally suck to make you stop and check yourself before you wreck yourself. And this was one of those moments for them. And I was thinking about it later, or it was a moment for her husband, but I think it was also for her as well, because it definitely impacts their whole family. And I think that we all have these moments and it's easy when we have moments where something is big and overwhelming, it's easy to think like, why me? And I can't believe this is happening. And like, it's just one more thing on my plate and one more ordeal. And I definitely have been around people who are like, oh my gosh, like these things just always happen to me. And you kind of can get into this place of superlatives where you're like, it's always me. And these things always happen to me. And I never can catch a break and blah, 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 blah. Easy to go down that road for sure. And I think you have to catch yourself in these moments to be like, where's the gratitude? Where's the thing that I can hold on to? Where is the thing that's like, oh, thankfully this happened. So this other thing can happen or this other thing won't happen, whichever the case may be. So I was intrigued by this story because I thought it was such a great example. And then I saw this continuing to play out in my own life in just little ways over the course of this whole last week. And even over the course of this last month, because like I said, a lot of hustling is going on right now, which is not my jam. So one of the other ways this has played out for me, and it really took me listening to my friend's husband's story to be like, oh my gosh, this is totally where I can like draw a parallel, is that my husband and I had this talk a couple weeks ago, right after I got back from London, and I booked another conference. And I said, hey, in February, I really want to go to this to social media marketing world in California. And I'm going to be gone for a few days or whatever. And he was like, sure, no big deal. I totally see how this would benefit your business. But he said, hey, can we talk for a minute? Over a year ago, I said, like, when can we start talking about getting rid of the baby stuff? And he's like, you know, I have no problem with you, like spreading your wings and going to things that are going to make help you build a business and help you have a better understanding of how you want to connect with the world through your podcast and all those things. But he's like, I ask very little of you. And one of the things that's not happening is that I really want to get some of this baby stuff out of the house and you're not taking any steps. And I've even said like, I'm ready to get rid of some of it, but I've not taken the initiative to actually move towards this. And so he's like, we really need to be doing this. He's like, I'm feeling a little cramped. Like we've had a crib in our hallway for two years now. So he's like, really? Like, can we please? Which is a very legitimate request. So I said to him at that time, we had two changing tables because we were lucky enough. We had bought one and then we were gifted one from a friend as a hand-me-down. So we had one up in Vinny's room when he was a baby. And then we had one in our guest bedroom on the main floor, just so that like when we had him downstairs during the day, we could just run in there and change a diaper. And we actually used that one a lot more. So anyways, he was like, can I please sell one of the changing tables? And I was like, yes, please, by all means. So he puts it up on Craigslist for 20 bucks. No one replies for like two weeks. We get a reply and this woman says she wants to come and look at it. So I'm not home when we get the reply. I'm at the grocery store. Vince calls me at the grocery store and he's like, hey, when are you going to be home? I said, I'm going to be home in like 20 minutes. What's going on? He's like, just check in. Just like when you get here, we'll talk about it. So I come home and he goes, so this woman came by. I think she could use a lot of our stuff, actually. He's like, I'm not sure if she's single or not, but she definitely, when I said we had more stuff and asked if she was interested, she definitely seemed interested. Like a little bit of like deer in the headlights when it comes to having a baby in just a few months. And so 
my husband was like, do you think maybe you could go through some more stuff to give her? And I was like, yes, totally. So in a couple weeks, you're going to hear on my interview with John Acuff, you're going to hear, or actually maybe it's my episode this week. I lied. I think it's actually my episode this week. So in my interview with John Acuff, you're going to hear me talk about noble obstacles with him, which is one of his philosophies. And you're going to hear me go on and on about this noble obstacle and noble obstacles, plural, that my husband and I have set around getting rid of baby stuff. And you're going to totally be cracking up and you're going to be able to connect the story to that. So I will go into full depth on that in that episode with John Acuff. But what I will say is that when my husband said, do you think you, we could give her some other things? He's like, I wanted to wait till you got home from the store. She said she could come back in 30 minutes if you're open to this. And I was like, yes, here is my window because I need to get over my noble obstacles. So like my noble obstacles being like, we need to wait for the perfect refugee family to donate things to. No, actually, we just need to get stuff out of our house. Let's be honest. So this is what we're doing. So my husband's like, I think that she could use our stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a sign. Like I have said, I actually even said to my husband in this conversation that we had a few weeks ago, I said, I'm just kind of like, I feel like there's going to be a sign when it's the right time. And I'm just like waiting for it because this is hard for me. And I was like, this is a sign. What does she need? She can have anything. So I literally like came in from the grocery store, didn't even unload the groceries, went down to the basement and started going through bins of baby gear and just pulling out, like, take this, take this, take this. I literally kept like three things for myself like the cutest three little onesies and outfits you could ever imagine. And then I was like, she can have everything else. And I basically gave her like every piece of clothing Vinny wore in his first year. And I just did it like without even thinking about it. I was like, just go just here, just take it. Swaddles, coats, little teeny tiny boots, little teeny tiny Converse, teeny tiny onesies, teeny tiny hats, all of it. Take it. We're done. Then when she came to get all that, she didn't have room in her car for that plus the changing table, plus a crib. But we were like, hey, we also have a crib if you want to come back and get that. So this is this crib that's been sitting in our hallway for two years. And so she said, I can't fit it today. And I also was like, I also don't want to completely overwhelm this woman. Like we might be terrifying her. So I was like, just let us know. You can text us whenever. So she texts like a week later and she's like, or she texts a few days ago and she says, if you guys still want to get rid of the crib, we can totally come get it. So today she came and got the crib. Like, I just have to say unexpected gratitude because this is a thing that has been like hanging over me that I've been so worried about that. I've been so, I've made such a big thing over about getting rid of baby stuff that it's become crippling that I couldn't even begin. And All it took was like this, literally like this $20 gateway of my husband putting up this changing table and being like, who needs a changing table for 20 bucks? And I was like, yes, game on. What else can we get rid of? So it's been thought provoking for sure. It's definitely been a little bit sad. I have not cried yet. Although I did think when my husband said she might want the crib, I was like, "Ah, I don't know if I can do that. But she came and got the crib tonight while we were decorating our tree. And so it's the day after Thanksgiving, we're decorating our tree. And all I'm thinking of, like Vinny is so into Christmas, like it could not be more magical for him. So he's putting all the ornaments up. We have Christmas music going. The lights are on the tree. Like it is so picture perfect. And all I'm thinking is that I get to give this family this crib. They're having a little boy and I get to help them ultimately create this moment for their family down the road. And I was like, that's all I need. Like, I'm good. That's all I need. I get to help 
someone else create this like warm, cozy place for their baby so that they can have their own family traditions and their own moments of magic and everything will feel complete. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory, two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And now we're back with a whole new podcast about unsticking it, launching in January. What happens when life gets in the way of our creativity instead of nourishing it? We talk to all sorts of guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky, wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. So join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Get out of there, life gunk. Let us help you get back to your best creative self. Look for Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Wherever you listen to podcasts starting in January, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Because sometimes life sucks. And I was like, okay, I'm good. Like, I don't need to wait for the refugee family. I don't need to wait for like the perfect moment to solve the housing crisis in Seattle <laughs> because these are the things I was waiting for. And I wasn't able to find them and I wasn't going after them because I didn't have the time. And so this was my alternative and it's been simple and beautiful and perfect and it's felt really, really good. So I have some good lessons for you out of all this. Before we go into the lessons, I do want to share one more sponsor for this show today, which I'm so excited about. If you have seen me on Instagram post headphones in the last few months, I've posted a couple times about Studio headphones. So Studio S-U-D-I-O, is a Swedish company who has multiple lines of wireless headphones. They also have ones with wires, but I've used the wireless. I've used the tray, which I did an ad for a while ago. And now I'm using their Regent line, which is over the ear headphones, also wireless. And they are ridiculously comfortable and I kind of feel like a total badass when I wear them because they're so beautiful and they're wireless and they have like hours and hours of life to them. So I think it's nine hours of Bluetooth time when you have them turned on and in use and then like 10 days of standby time. So they last forever. So right now I'm using the tray headphones, which are the earbuds when I go running and I'm using the Regents headphones over the ear headphones, which are so glamorous 
when I'm recording or for just other things when I'm like walking around the house or when I take the dog for a walk, especially in the wintertime when I'm walking in the cold, I actually prefer the over the ear headphones because they keep my whole ear warm. So I'm kind of obsessed with the regions right now. And Studio has been so kind to offer 15% off to all shameless moms. So if you go to Studio Sweden, that's S-U-D-I-O Sweden.com and use the code shameless, you'll get 15% off your order. I will also have this in the show notes. So if you go to shamelessmom.com, click on episode 183, you can get the link over to Studio Sweden as well there. And you want to use the code shameless at checkout. So studiosweden.com, use the code shameless at checkout. I will also link up all of our sponsor notes in the show notes as well. I always put all those links over there if you didn't quite catch them during the show. So I'm just so excited to be talking about Studio again. And if you want to see a picture of the Regents, I will have those up on Instagram as well this week. So definitely pop over. I'll get those up today on Monday so that those will be up for you to see if you want to pop over and order them as a gift for yourself or gift for someone else over the holidays because they are a great, great gift and they're really beautiful. And that 15% off makes them a totally reasonable price point for Bluetooth headphones. So thank you to Studio for being a sponsor of the show today. All right. So the last few things I want to touch on for today's episode is I do want to touch on some of the lessons of these moments. So when you are in the middle of these hustles, and I know that this is going to happen to you, this will happen to you over the holidays. And I will tell you like a week ago, I was really excited about my birthday week and Thanksgiving week. And I was like, I feel like I really have like things scheduled and managed so that I have some like designated time for work and designated time for play. And I felt like I had it all laid out and it really like, I will tell you, like it all fell apart completely, which is why I'm recording it now 820 on a Friday night over Thanksgiving weekend, because things just did not work out the way I thought that they would. So this is going to happen. Like it's going to happen to you maybe this week. It's going to happen sometime over the holidays. It's going to happen. So here's what I want you to take away from this episode so that when this happens, you can recognize there is a time for hustle. And sometimes those times are not planned. And then there's a time to compartmentalize the hustle. So where I've done this is there was a time to hustle multiple times this week. And then there was also times for me to go and sit and have lunch by myself and have a glass of wine. There was time for me to go to my kid's gymnastic class and turn the computer off and actually just talk to other moms instead of working, even though I really needed to work. There was a time for me to get up early this morning and take care of some things. Like I went and got my phone fixed instead of waiting till later in the weekend. And I did that instead of recording early this morning. My original plan was to record early this morning, but I was like, you know, no, I'm going to get up. I'm going to go to the Verizon store first thing this morning to get this phone situation figured out because it's making me crazy. That will make me feel better. That will alleviate anxiety over the damn phone. And then I can record later in the day. And that actually felt better. So it was taking some time to reprioritize as needed. So that's lesson number one. Just be open to reprioritization because that's going to have to happen. That doesn't mean you have to sacrifice. So that doesn't mean that you take yourself off the schedule. It doesn't mean that you don't get your time. It just might mean that it's a little shorter. It might mean that it looks different than when you originally planned. It doesn't mean that it doesn't happen though. It just means that you're rejiggering things. That is going to happen for sure. So just be prepared for the rejiggering and then be prepared to compartmentalize around that to be like, this is the time, even if I've had to shift it, you know, maybe I planned on having two hours for myself today and now it's 10 minutes. It's 10 minutes of bliss, whatever it is. The other piece, the other lesson is there are more tomorrows. So this is like the opposite of seize the day. (laughs) I think when you're in the middle of a hustle, oftentimes, sometimes you just like your day is going to fall apart and you're going to have a day that you didn't plan on and it's going to feel long and it's going to feel hard and you might be a little bitter at the end of the day. 
but know that there are more tomorrows. So you can change that the next day. You can fix it the next day. You can learn from it. So you can have gratitude from your day of hustle, recognizing that like, okay, that's behind me now. Yay, I did it. It's done. And now like, what does that mean for moving forward? How can I either change things, unschedule things, shift things moving forward so that I have my time to myself? Or how can I just make sure that I don't overschedule, overbook and overextend myself moving forward? So really important there, recognizing that there are more tomorrows. So even if today does not pan out the way you thought, there are more tomorrows. And then the last piece is making moments count. So I think that for me, you know, one of the big things around having a celebration, it's very important to me to have like multiple celebrations for my birthday. And so I always want to have like one that's with friends, one that's with my husband, one that's by myself. And the by myself one is always like, I want to take myself to lunch. I want to go like go shopping at a couple different places, like get like cute workout pants, like something, just like some simple little thing that's like just for me. And my afternoon that I planned for that did not pan out how I expected. And so what happened instead was instead of enjoying magical hours, it was moments. So when things have to shift, so when you're like, we planned this whole magical day and that didn't happen, where was the magical moment in that day? So look for the moments. Don't focus on the hours and the days and the weeks because sometimes those are too big. So focus on the magical moments. I will be posting a picture of Vinny putting the angel on top of our tree. And I use the term angel lightly because we have this awful, ugly, vintage angel thingy that my husband loves that I do not love. But we have a picture of Vinny putting it at the top of the tree tonight. That was my moment today. So focusing on what is your moment, even if your day, if your hours, if your weeks don't play out as you expected or as you had hoped, focus on your moment. Where was your moment today? Where is your moment this evening? Where is your moment after you put the kids to bed? Where is your moment between like dropping the kids off at school and going to work? Just find your moment. The moments matter the most. The days, it's not the days, it's not the hours, it's not the weeks, it's the moments. Those things shift in a matter of moments in the blink of an eye. So really, really focusing on the moments because just a moment's worth of thought can shift your entire day. A moment of gratitude can shift your entire day. So really, really be aware of those moments because if I can be grateful for 30 seconds of my day, the rest of my day will be amazing no matter what. So I want you to really be aware of those moments where you can appreciate and enjoy and plan for more moments moving forward because it helps you, it trains you to look for more of those moments. It really takes practice to look for those moments because sometimes we train ourselves to always look for the things that are hard. Sometimes we're in a hard, when we're in a hard spot or a chaotic spot, we train ourselves to look for like, oh, here we go again. It's another hard day. Today sucks again. Another sleepless night, another screaming baby, another sick kid, another ear infection. We train ourselves to look for those things that seem just relentless. So you have to really retrain yourself to do the opposite. So I want you to really retrain yourself to look for the magical moments. So I'm going to leave you with that. Big thank you to our sponsors today over at eSight and over at Studio. Again, you can visit them over at everyone deserves to see.com and over at studio sweden.com where you want to use this sh- the code shameless for your shameless mom discount on your headphones thank you so much for spending time with me today in the shameless mom academy i so appreciate you being here and you must come back on wednesday wednesday's interview is with john acuff author of the book finish he is 
a phenomenal writer, has written multiple best-selling books. He's funny, he's hilarious, and he's ridiculously insightful and intelligent and smart when it comes to learning how to finish goals with a little bit of humor behind the whole thing. And you are going to learn so much. I was so excited to be able to connect with him and get this interview. I read his book a while ago and I've been raving about it as one of my favorite books of 2017 for like three months now. So I'm very excited for him to be on the show. So make sure you come back on Wednesday for that interview and definitely share this episode out. Remember, you can screenshot the episode and just say, hey, loving this episode from shamelessmom.com, episode 183. And then other people can go ahead and check out the episode as well. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Instagram or Facebook, and I will comment as soon as I see the picture. I love seeing your pictures. And our show is growing by leaps and bounds because of your sharing. So I can't thank you enough for sharing. And I see your comments. I see your shares. I see your reviews. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please do subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave a review while you're subscribing. So if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review, you can subscribe to the show by clicking the subscribe button. Then you get all episodes as soon as they're released. You can also write a review by clicking on write a review, which allows you to rate the show by leaving five stars and then leave a couple sentences for a review, which means the world to me and helps my ratings and helps more people discover the shameless love. So thank you. Thank you for spreading the word, for being a part of my tribe and my community. I have so much gratitude for you. Not unexpected gratitude at this point. This is like, this is my very expected gratitude where I know I can show up here, be myself, share with you, care with you, love with you, grow with you. And it just means the world to me. So thank you for spending time with me. I can't wait to be with you again in a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and, more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.